It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Girlfriends After Show. I'm James Lodgin, your host, and we're talking about the first season. We're starting out with the first season, first season, the DVD I have, I've been watching. Um, this is officially the second episode of this podcast, but it's the first episode we're talking about the show. I'm James Lodgin, your host, and I'm very excited to bring this to you. I want to thank everyone. Um, the first episode of this show was basically like introduction, why I'm doing it, what are we here for, what we're going to do, and I am just so thrilled, over a thousand downloads on one platform alone, and we're going to grow the platforms, we're just starting out, so I'm trying to get us on iHeartRadio and Spotify and all those, we're on speaker.com and on a couple of the others, over a thousand downloads, thank you so much, I appreciate that. Um, and I'm in talks with some of the stars of the show, all kinds of things we're going to go. So just come with the journey with me. You're sitting at home. You love the show. It, the fans asked me to do it. And so that's why I'm doing it, because I love the show too so much. Um, before I begin, I want to kind of talk to you guys. Uh, if you want to follow along, if you're like, I forgot that episode. I want to see what episode he's doing. Now, some shows, I'll do just one episode. Some I'll do two or three episodes per show. It depends on the shows, it depends on how it goes. But I thought for the first episode, do one show. And that would be the first episode. We have lots to talk about. Uh, secondly, um, I have my notes and everything. Uh, even though I know the show's by heart. Uh, but also, uh, this, this show is going to showcase how great the show is. I might throw some trivia in. Um, well, we may have guest co-hosts, all kinds of stuff. The show is very popular still. And I want to let you guys know that it's on CWC, which is a free app from the CW, and they show a bunch of those shows from UPN, WB, and all that back in the day, and Girlfriends is one of them, so you can actually watch the show. Also, BET, her channel, you check your, your local cable or satellite provider, uh, it's showing Girlfriends, but I think they're showing episode four, I mean, season four or five or something like that, but they're showing Girlfriends on there too, and I remember some other channel I was watching, there was TV1 and BET, late, in the, late night or early morning, they show some Girlfriends episodes occasionally too, so that's some ways you can actually watch it. And you can go on YouTube. I think on YouTube, there's some people who posted the episodes. Plus, you get the whole series for like $39 on Amazon or get the DVDs for the first season like this, so like from $3 to $20. Um, but I'd love for you to kind of follow along with me, kind of like a book club, right? So you follow along with me and we talk about, but we're doing season one first. And I'll make sure I, I want to make sure I said that. I have all kinds of fun things coming up. That are going to happen. So stick to with us. We're going to have a good time. We love the show. We want a movie or some kind of limited series or something. Um, it was unceremoniously let go. So we want to have some kind of update. And the girls we know and are, are ready to do it. They'd love to do it. 
um, they're open to it. Um, seeing them on Blackish last season was amazing, and so and the interview that Charlamagne did was wonderful. So, your fingers crossed, always something will happen. So right now we're doing the shows through Zoom. Normally I'd be in a studio or something, but right now we're doing them through Zoom, and because uh, we're all home, self self sheltering at home, self quarantining. I know parts of the country are opening up, but I'm at home. The studios are all closed, so we're here. JLJ Media, follow us on everything, and you can see what's going on. So this episode is called Toe Sucking, <laughs> and it originally aired on 9-11, but in 2000. Isn't that crazy? A year before actual 9-11, this episode, the show premiered. That's interesting trivia facts right there. So we get to, I, I call this, I titled this episode, the podcast episode, Meet the Girlfriends. Oh, if you're listening to this podcast, hello, podcast listener. Uh, you can also watch it, if you want to watch me, on your, your YouTube channel, JLJ Media. Make sure I say that. So we first meet Maya, and she's kind of the sassy one, the, you know. Uh, she's the assistant to lawyer Joan, and it's Joan's birthday. Got great setup. Now we're kind of, now we're kind of seeing the dynamics at work. But there's some mixture of work and play. Some of us have friends we work with. A guy named Derek sends Joan flowers, um, but then says he's back with his ex-girlfriend. So this is where they did the vice for a while. But they, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you guys out there feel about it. At first, Joan would talk to the audience. Like, everything would freeze. She'd break the fourth wall. Sex and Seed did the same thing with Carrie and some of the other people in the beginning. But they both shows stopped doing that. But at first, I kind of liked it. So I don't know if I, I don't know if they continued. It could have still worked. Got a little glimpse inside the character, I guess. But I don't know. Um, but she would pop in and talk to us the first time that we saw that there. And we get a little, we get a little, but by her doing that, she kind of told us a little bit where she was in life. When it comes to like love stuff. So that was very interesting. Um, then we meet, like the other story, we have Tony and Lynn. We meet both of them. We're at Tony's apartment. And the fun fact about that is they always show the outside when they do what they call B-roll. They'll show the outside of Tony's apartment and then you go in. Well, that apartment, the El Royale, is an actual apartment building in Los Angeles. It's in the Hancock Park area of Los Angeles on Vine Street. Well, actually, it's Rossmore. So it's Rossmore. And right before it gets to Melrose and then it turns to Vine. So it's right there. It's on the right-hand side. You're coming south on the right-hand side. You're going down south from the north. It's on the left-hand side. That big sign, it's for real. It's been in a lot of different movies. I believe it was also in a movie called Lisa. That was back in 1990. But it's a, it's a place that's for real, actually. Um, we see that Lynn is the bohemian type. Apparently mooching off of Tony. Can we get things in there? Tony wants her out. Tony is dating a guy named Charles, who is Joan's ex, who liked to suck toes. Hence the title of the episode. Lynn tries to warn her. Some girl code thing, whatever. Meanwhile, we meet William back at the, so I love they go back and forth. It's like, okay, so this store, we get set up here, set up there. Then we go back to the office. We meet, I call the fifth girlfriend, which is Reggie Hayes' character, uh, William, William Dent, at Joan's office. Then we get another piece of pie of this because it was such a great, it was such a great episode, such great writing. It was a piece of pie. Now we're learning that she's turning 29, but pretending to be 26, which is a common thing that, people do all the time and but she's turning she's afraid to kind of admit that she's turning 29 because she has different ideas of where she should have been at that age so but he mentions someone's becoming junior partner and if she gets it then she'll be the youngest person to get junior partner 
Lynn, meanwhile, makes Tony call Joan to tell her about Charles. Um, we see a flashback of Joan and Charles and kind of why they broke up. Joan wants to get married. He doesn't want to get married. So, okay. Joan says it's fine. Sure, bring him to, to the birthday party. And then Joan asks William to be her date. Now, as we get later on in the show, there's going to be so much talk about when Joan and William, well, we'll leave right there. If you haven't watched the series, I'm sure you have, you know what I'm referring to, a whole storyline arc that I think was very controversial. But we'll get to that another time. When you get to the beginning of the party, one of the things that was aesthetically interesting was that you got to see all four girls together and they all had very different looks and each look kind of fit their personality. I thought it was brilliant the way they did that. The two guys arrive, Charles and William, and Joan does, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross, of course, has a nice body, does the whole turn and spin and shows off her, her assets, so to speak, and walks off and it's a kind of fun joke with that. In the beginning, when you see this episode, you kind of come off with the fact that maybe Maya is the ghetto one. She's from the other side of the tracks, so to speak. That's kind of how they set that up. And Tony's the bougie one who came from the other side of the tracks. We'll find out later, came from a farm. Um, but she's all bougie now, bougified. And you see them kind of clash when Tony corrects her grammar. Kind of funny scene. Then through it all, Maya finds out that Tony is dating Joan's ex. And it's funny because Maya kind of is the moral compass of the show. And throughout the whole the series, when, he, when she makes mistakes, that's always kind of brought back around that she's always like the church going one. She's the one who like, shouldn't do this. She's very outspoken. Um, and we get this in the first episode. We get, our, we get our first oh hell no, which is her signature phrase. And they get into it. We learned through the whole course of this that Joan and Tony have known each other since the fifth grade. And it was funny, I was watching the show, because I know this stuff, I watched the show, probably this episode, a hundred times. When you're actually watching it to take notes, and I start catching things even quicker, like, oh, yeah, fifth grade. We learned it from Fresno. Um, Tony is really into money. So, 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 and I say these things now because as we go through the series, we see it's not that black and white, literally. Um, it's like Maya's the ghetto one and Tony's the gold digger. But we see it's a little more complex than that. That's what's so great about these characters and how they were written. That they just, it's not just that Maya's just like, hey girl, hey, hey. It, there's, some, there's some depth to her. And with Tony, we found there's some reason why she wants money. As they're sitting there, of course, because you know this course this happens, Charles is now into getting married. That sets Tony off. That sets Joan off. They get into it. Joan has had it, goes on with a tirade, kicks everybody out. Then the top of her dress comes off. She runs to her room. So you see, they're not afraid to have conflict with the girlfriends, and the girlfriends have conflict, like, like real friends do. You don't always agree on everything. Everything's not pretty and beautiful. So we saw, we kind of see the dynamics of what's going on here. Later, Charles is doing Tony's toes, toenails, and wants to start sucking them. And Tony's like, she can't do it. So Tony chooses her girlfriend over this guy, which I thought was very cool. Later, Joan and William talk about, about coming on to 30. And they have, they have an interesting talk about that. Lynn moves into Joan's apartment. So we see how Lynn moves around her friends. 
uh, we learned that they went to college together. So if the assumption is at this point, Lynn, Tony, and Joan have known each other, then Maya is the assistant being brought into the group. Charles shows up in Joan's house. Here's something a little side note that I saw that I've never noticed before, before ever. Watch the episode. At this part, when Charles comes in, Lynn answers the door. Charles comes to walk to Tony. Tony, Lynn walks off to the left. Well, watching him, it looks like, looks like it's to the right. But I know where she's standing. She goes off to the left by the door. Like, in fact, to some room or something. They've never done that again the rest of the season. Um, so I wrote down, is it a room? Is it a hallway? And, like, where does it go? Because most of the house is you come in, there's a living room, dining room area, kitchen, service porch. But down the hallway is the bedrooms, the bathrooms. And then the patio outside. I've never seen anything by a door off. Like, where does that go? Like, it's just a weird, thinking maybe to a garage, I guess. I don't, I don't know why she went that direction. They never did it again. Something a little weird. So watching it, you'll see what I'm talking about. Charles tries to apologize. They actually kiss. She stops it, and Tony shows up. She and Tony make up, and they choose each other. Kind of funny. The women, we're seeing girlfriends over, I was going to say a phrase, but you know. Then we later meet the ladies at the 847 restaurant, which becomes a prominent storyline for a while. That's their, every, every show needs a hangout. Central Perk and Friends, and everybody's little hangout. So this is their hangout. The four ladies are there. Junior is Joan, Joan is junior partner. And she talks to us, and she's still thinking about Charles a little bit. But ultimately, we get a great first episode. I thought that was an episode that really kind of set the seeds to what this show's about. I was just very impressed with it. That was very much it was, it was an episode. So we had to see how each four are. And I was interested by the end of the episode to see where they're going to go with this and how each of them are in the series. That's episode one of season one of Girlfriends of Girlfriends. And we heard the theme song by Angie Stone. Um, and, uh, and so just a, a great first episode. The show was groundbreaking and ahead of its time in many ways. And we're going to discuss all those different ways as the series, as we do this after show. But I know for me, one of the things was there's four women um, who seemingly were allowed to be themselves and that black wasn't just one thing, it was one all, one monolithic thing, that these women were gonna be four distinct black women, but also women. Um, the title of toe-sucking and that subject and topic just had never been done before, and on a black show. Now, Sex and City, things like that, you expect that from that, but from Girlfriends, you're like, oh, okay. And literally the show does so much of that throughout the series, they, they do a lot of different themes that you're just not used to seeing, but are real to black folks, just like anybody else. Brian Brink Show, Mara Braca Kill, great job. Everybody who did that episode, great job. I'm James Lagius, the Girlfriends After Show on, on GLJ Media. Go ahead and follow us, subscribe to us on YouTube if you're watching it, GLJ Media. You can follow us right now as of, as of this show. It's on a couple of streaming services, but go to Spreaker.com, uh, JLJ Media, Girlfriends After Show, and like and follow that. And you'll get all the notifications of all the episodes. You guys can follow there. You can follow me at James Law Jr. all over the place. Tell me what you want. On Twitter, I'm at, JL, J, at, Twitter, I'm at James Law Jr. 1. Uh, everywhere else, James Law Jr. Instagram, Facebook. Um, any suggestions, any comments, please below when you find this episode, share it with all your friends who like girlfriends. Everyone, please stay safe out there. 
Uh, Black Lives Matter. Take care. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 